If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rolls enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Welcome to Kyle Ave, presented by Agnox. This is Ag Jack stepping in. Uh, Tom Ag has not been able to join us yet, but as always, I'm joined by Billy Big Shot and the one, the only cow dog Clay. How you boys doing? Feeling good. So first time of the year, spring. We're ready. Exactly. Let's get into it. We wanted to get on here quick, talk spring game like we said we would. Uh, some of us watched, some of us didn't. Didn't really matter in the end is what I thought, but I want to get y'all's thoughts first. What are you thinking, Billy? I think that we got to – let's keep it in perspective here. The only thing that matters is the quarterback looking like he is he's the one. Check. Wide receiver one looking like he's ready for a Boletnikov or however the fuck you say it, run. Check. Defensive line, dominant. Check. But with position battles, I think what we do is we keep it in perspective. You only need to understand – who we feel like is going to be the starters. That's the key in assessing their talent level. I mean, Ajax, Cowdog, what did you guys think? I, I thought I saw some pretty good signs of improvement there. So I I think this game was like a, a, a fucking shroom trip, right? Like you've got the highs, you're going into it, you break through, you're feeling great at the start, and then you have a couple bad thoughts. You go through that and it gets really shitty for a little bit. It's a bad trip, but then you kind of make your way out of it and – at the end of the day, you talk yourself into how it was a good experience and, you know, maybe you do it again in the future. You don't have to do it all the time. That's how my experience was. We came into this game, Wegman throwing absolute dimes, dimes to Evan Stewart. I was hard. I won't lie. They looked incredible, dude. Evan Stewart was catching everything. They were making plays. They were doing some read option stuff with Wegman or Wigman. I'm, I'm trying to start to say Wigman and Wiggy and all that stuff. You know, he might be running around a lot this year, but then it started to kind of taper off and look a lot like what we saw last year with the offense. Um, so that's my like bird's eye view of how these things went. What did you think, Clay? Yeah, give us an overview, bro. <laughs> well, I didn't get to watch, but I saw some highlights on Twitter. I was out of town. Um, but the Evan Stewart catches were pretty sick. I thought Wegman, the throws that you know Wegman made looked pretty good. I saw on the Twitter sphere Max Johnson looked pretty bad, but kind of floating some ducks out there a little bit, standing in the pocket too long, kind of like he's done in the past. But uh, I don't know. There's more excitement. I still think I'm more excitement for uh, Bobby P coming in, start calling plays. Maybe that's why you think it dropped off is because Jimbo started calling the plays towards the end instead of Bobby. Damn. I hope Cowdog conspiracies. New segment alert. Yeah, Jimbo, Jimbo's looking tougher and tougher as we go along. Um, it's going to be easy to turn on, on him if things go south early. But just to start off, so the, the field was cut off by 25 yards. They played from the 25 uh, or 35-yard line on or something like that. So it looked weird. Um, we started off the game with that Connor drive. He looked crispy. They, they worked their way down the field and then he threw an absolute dime to Noah Thomas in the end zone. And he got absolutely sandwiched by his own teammates. Um, looked like he had a concussion, like they had to carry him off. 
I'd say probably don't concuss your teammates in the spring game. I don't know how you guys feel, where you guys land on that. Bryce Anderson's him. He's going to play like a dog. He's going to eat like a dog. I mean, sometimes you just got to let the big dogs eat. At that point, you're puppy chow. So, I don't know. I liked it. Toughness. It's all about toughness. Okay, so you guys are down for the hard hitting and the practice and all that stuff. He's got four or five months to get ready. He'll be all right. I guess so. Uh, so first touchdown comes in the second drive. Max Johnson throws a dime, 52 yards to Micah T. Hey, hold on, hold on. AJ, can you just, can you put up your hands to the camera just for a second? Oh, okay. They definitely look soft. I just wanted to confirm that. My bad. Uh, continue now. Well, the, unfortunately, <laughs> it's a podcast and the listeners oh, man, can't see brother. any of that. So it might not be as funny as you thought it was. It's but the YouTube jobs. We ready. Softest hands around I've ever seen. <laughs> We got soft hands, brother. Back to Micah Tease. Had a fucking game. <laughs> he was actually incredible. I There aren't stats because it's a fucking spring game, but Micah Tease was all over the place. Catches that first touchdown. Absolutely cooks whoever the corner was on that play. And I think he had a couple of returns. He just looked really good. He looks like he's going to be a big-time player for this offense this year. Can you give me a quick size check on Micah Tease? I couldn't gauge that from the – let me Google it really quick. Just because I don't see him, like, is he going to find a spot on the, like, is he going to get playing time this year? Because we've got, like, our receivers are so old and, like, not necessarily old, but, like, we're, we are just have veteran receivers. Like, I don't know if he can even get in. So he's six foot 180. Um, yeah, if he's going to play in the slot, there's not a chance he's playing over Anias. But if, if he's a speed guy outside, that could, I mean, he could get worked in for some, like, some, like, end of game situations or third downs. I don't know. Feels like it could be the play. Well, he's, he's a freshman. So, did Moose play? Oh, good question. I don't think he did. I didn't hear anything about him. In the he's probably hurt. I didn't think I heard anything about him either. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't play because even Anias played in that weird yellow jersey, like the yellow half jersey. And I don't know if that was saying like he was hurt, so they couldn't tackle him or something. Did you guys? But they like that? did tackle him, so I was confused. Yeah. By- I couldn't figure out what the hell the yellow jersey was meaning. Probably but. means it's like, take it easy. Don't tackle me that hard. But I mean, Anias seemed like he was full go, and he looked pretty good. So that was nice. I think that's huge. We, like, are undervaluing that. I don't think we'll realize it really until, like, the season gets started. But, like, getting Anias and Damani back as well is, like, a huge win. I would say equivalent of, like, a five-star recruit. Or better, right? Like, I mean, we just we have a playmaker that's like filling a guaranteed spot that we weren't expecting to have. So, I will absolutely take that as a dub. Yeah, absolutely. And the receiver room is looking pretty fucking deep right now. Like, you know, someone's going to go down at some point. So we'll see these guys come through. But I mean, Micah T's coming in for uh, what's his face, the dude who left, um, who looked like he was going to be pretty good. Uh, was he number eight or something? Oh yeah, uh, I'm talking about. He had a stupid name. Yeah. Um, that guy. We know everyone knows who we're talking Chris about. Marshall. Yeah. Wait, Chris Marshall went to no, 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 no. He he caught a touchdown from uh Haynes in the first game. Everyone was hyping him up. Um his name was like Kendrick or, or some some shit like that. King. So on. great podcasting of, uh, right now. Speaking of Haynes King, has we heard anything about how he's doing? I actually just watched a few of his spring game highlights. Um Pocket Mac and like his throwing motion is still terrible, but like he has <laughs> some plays. 
uh, I don't know. He's still in a QB competition, so we'll see what happens. Um, but he's I mean, in a competition at Incarnate Word. Dude, he's at uh, the name Chaza. You're you're hating. Oh, no, wait, no where did oh he went to Georgia Tech? It's still yeah. though, still there's some great podcast in there. Yeah, know your research, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it was wild, I would say. He he still looks I mean he still looks like he's Haynes. He's the he's a spring game legend. There's a there's a soccer player for Manchester United that we call preseason Pirlo. It's just Haynes King is just he's apparently him in spring practice when it doesn't count, and then he's just a mental midget when it comes on to anything else. So you got to keep that in mind and, and make sure you don't act like Jimbo, act like a dumbass and put him as starting quarterback for four games, was it? <laughs> his name was, by the way, his name was Yule Keith Brown. I knew yeah. it was a super nice name. Um, oh, yeah. I found it too. But he um, okay, so a big deal going into this year, obviously, we got to replace the production or try to replace the production of Devon A-Chain. Um, all the running backs looked pretty decent. They bring different things to the table, but I thought the best one during the spring game was Le'Veon Moss. He was running people the fuck over. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I think Amari Daniels didn't look bad, but he was the the third option or should be the third option between Ruben, uh, Ruben Owens, uh, Le'Veon Moss, and Amari. That's, that's my take. I thought he looked less powerful and less fast. So uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta bring something to it. He's got obviously maybe he's a great blocker. I don't know, but I'm excited for old Rube. It was a big but, get for us. Yeah, that's the five star oh. freshman. I mean, I think the offensive line looked better in the run game. Is the main thing. Like it finally looked like at least in the short yardage. Maybe not in like the first down run plays, but in the short yardage when you had to have it, it looked good. Or this is the the issue with spring games. Or were our linebackers just not that good? That's the question. I think our, our D-line is stacked. Our secondary is is pretty solid. The linebackers is, is definitely the question mark. And I actually think my bold prediction, like give me like a little horns in the background. Um, I think Torian York is one of our starting linebackers day one. It's my hot take. Damn, you heard it here first. I don't even know who that is. But I think going off of what you said, it's like, yeah, it's a spring game. So what are we looking for? It's just going to be like purely execution. Like don't drop balls and like, don't turn the ball over. And I don't think that there were turnovers. Max Johnson threw a really bad pick. I don't know if Connor did. I don't think he did, but there definitely were a lot of drops um, on the offensive side of the ball. A lot of receivers like after Evan Stewart, first couple of drives, honestly, he, he looked a little shaky the rest of the game. So um, not the best. Like I didn't come away from this feeling like, oh my god, we're so raw now. Like this is sick. Like I wanted to, uh, to be honest. But I, I think that they're gonna mix in the run game with Connor a little bit this year, and we'll see him kind of thrive. I mean, this is it for him, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you necessarily need to see execution in a spring game. Like let it ride, try some crazy stuff, like see what happens, and let them just play. I think you polish that up drop balls, like clean that kind of stuff up when you get into obviously fall camp and stuff like that. But I mean, overall, I thought it looked pretty solid. It was exciting. Finally see pre-snap motion. That was sick. I haven't seen that in a minute. Um, and yeah, I mean, keep it going. We're also bringing in that, uh, that fullback. I'm excited Ooh. for that. 
Bobby P is bringing the fullbacks back. See, I, I have an issue with that. That's dinosaur offense. But, like, on the goal line in the SEC, I feel like you kind of need that. Like, you that's need a fullback. The goal line, maybe. And so I guess the other the other part of this, the, the last part of it before we move on from the spring game, was Walter Nolan looked really fucking good, which is like, okay, awesome. But at the same time, the offensive line, I know they were mixing and matching. They got the black jerseys on. They were probably trying different uh, lineups with those guys. But they looked like shit. Like, they looked like shit all last year. So we're hoping like that it's – Everybody ahead. says that during their spring games. Like, I'm just looking at Twitter from all, like – Fucking Texas and like Alabama, just like people complaining on Twitter, they all complained about their offensive lines. I don't, I don't know if it's the best showcase for an offensive line when you're playing against the same guys you do in practice all the time because they kind of know what you're going to do. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about the O line from the spring game, but they definitely need to get better because they stunk last year. Yeah. One other thing, do we have any like notable tight ends? I feel like every year we just like. We sign like a, a big tight end. Like, we have wait who? Donovan Green, eighteen. Isn't he like? I thought he is either ass or graduated or both. No, I don't know. he's young. Um, young. What happened to Max Johnson's brother? What happened to the kid from Sweden? Oh no, Where Max Johnson's they're both brother. On the, they're both still on the roster, I think. Jake Johnson actually caught a few balls. I don't know if he was the starter, but he was he was out there playing. Like he was he was making plays out there. There's no way the Swedish kid's going to play. <laughs> Dude, he's got to be good. If we got him from Sweden, like, I was, like, thinking this kid's a prodigy. But. I thought it was, like, some international program. Like, you know how the NFL brings, like, a dude <laughs> from Mexico and sticks him on the roster? Kind of that shit. That's Well, he's a guy that you're going to have to develop within the program. Speaking of having to develop guys in the programs, there was a, an athletic article that I sent you guys this morning that came out. And it was fucking hilarious because it was basically tracking for like the last 10 or 15 years, um, just like the best schools that are able to uh, develop and put pro products out to the NFL. So it was like looking at the five stars, the four stars, the three stars. And for the five and the four stars, Texas was, I think, the worst of all the schools that were eligible for five stars going to the NFL percentage and then like third worst for the four stars going to the NFL percentage. So you have that on them for the rest of eternity. Um, A&M was one of the top schools for five stars, definitely low on four star, but I mean, testament to us for being fucking cooler than Texas and putting out. Oh <laughs> We're going to speak about um, their next failed five star coming up. <laughs> well, let's, let's hold up. I want to, I mean, I think the the five star piece of it though, like we've gotten like we just we we frankly, if we can manage them to stay at the school, I don't think we have any issue with that. I'm curious to see if that includes like guys like Denver Harris and like Chris Marshall that left. Um, probably not, just because it's probably not even like available yet. But um, I mean, we didn't even get credit for Kyler in that one, so I'm like, damn, I'll take it at that point. Yeah, we had a few guys that transferred that still went to the NFL, and that wasn't even a part of the equation. So. Very good. Very good stuff. So I was trying to roast Kyle Umlang, pussy ass bitch, on Twitter for it. See if we can. Is that his real face on his Twitter picture, you think? Probably. (laughs) There's no way that guy doesn't look like that. Yeah. What is his actual job, or is that just like his full time job? He sells books about Texas. Best selling author. Yeah. Every fucking author in the entire world has that in their bio. He wrote the Aggie Facts book, right? Or whatever. 
He's Mr. Data, co-host of Statistics Pod and the Lone Star Show Pod, graphic designer, MS Data Science, best-selling author. Yeah, on LinkedIn, he's, his position is Minister of Facts at the University of Texas. <laughs> like, I'd like to meet somebody who listens to that pod. Like, who, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, let's go on to that, that other five-star So. Um, during our spring game, the Texas spring game was going on. And within like 20 minutes of that game starting, I saw a post on Twitter from orange bloods. And there's a screenshot of one of the Texas people on the forum. And the, the headline says arch manning a bus question mark <laughs> ellipses off to a very slow start, not playing well so far. So they're already in shambles. Yeah, he was ass. Shout out to one of our friends. I won't name his name, but he's one of the experts of what we call pushing rope. And I would say that was equivalent to what uh, Arch Manning's arm looked like. That was just noodle-like trash, inaccurate. He had like five throwaways in a spring game. I'm like, dude, take a shot. Like, I guess you're a Manning, so you're like, oh, like my brain is like next level processing. But please get it together. That was actually pathetic and hilarious. I think he can put us all at ease, right? Texas isn't doing shit. If like like I'm not worried about Quinn Ewers in the slightest. And like if Arch Manning is a bust, then like they frankly have no path forward at quarterback and they just lost their best player on on offense. So I ain't worried. We I don't know. Ewers had some dimes I saw on Twitter. Uh he's got a nice arm. Malik Murphy looked okay. But I would say the third string or whatever, whatever they're calling him. He I looked, mean, in comparison to how Arch was looking out there, that made Malik Murphy look pretty good. Yeah. So, who knows? There were a lot of white knights on Twitter, on ESPN, really coming to his defense quickly and just being like, he's 17. His, his uh, senior class hasn't even graduated yet. He should be participating in senior skip day right now. I don't give a fuck. He's supposed to be a generational quarterback. He looked like shit. Number one overall recruit, like those guys come in and show they have like an insane armor, like even crazy athleticism. He had like none of that. Like he would get smoked by any SEC defender trying to run him down, even by a 300 pounder. So I don't know. I, I wasn't impressed. This is unfortunately not uh, Cowdog's high school teammates playing against him. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to be real players now. Yeah, no doubt. And then we saw uh, this morning, I think they released ESPN's FPI, like super early rankings and uh texas was fifth and we were like 19th i don't mind 19 for us i'd rather be higher than lower but them at five is a little bit insane dude to be fair we were five and seven the fact that we're it's just the talent they're ranking it on talent so i mean like that's how they usually do it i mean fuck texas tech was ranked like do you think texas tech's gonna finish in the top 25 probably not I think a lot of the preseason rankings also has to do with just whether or not you have a quarterback that's coming back that just doesn't completely suck balls. Like if they have anything going for them, then they'll put you up there. But anyways, uh, breaking news. This is crazy. This just happened. P. Terry's is announcing that they're opening two locations in the Houston area in 2024. Let's go. That's actually hype. That's Big time for me, for sure. Damn. Sorry. Shout out, out to Ivan Mayorga. My boy has been trying to franchise a P. Terry's location since like 2014. Dude, Never had a chance. Jump on that shit on God. <laughs> they said they said no literally every single time he's asked them. So clearly somebody made it work. 
I'm surprised they haven't done it already. If I'm being honest, like people yeah. know the brand. My prayers have been answered, dude. I bet they're not in the woodlands, you bum. Uh, it'll be close enough. If they're smart, <laughs> they'll come our way. Be driving 45 minutes to get. A yeah, car. dude. Because every time I go to Austin, I get P. Terry's. Like that's part of the pilgrimage. Every time we go to visit my wife's family, or we went to Tom's wedding, like on the way out, it was P. Terry's, like clockwork, bro. My wife. <laughs> Do we want to shout out Tom's wedding? Do have we addressed that? I don't know. What, our last show was before we even lost in March Madness, which was something that we maybe could briefly nope. touch on. I'm good. I'm extremely that was good on so that. bad. Yeah, I am good on that. Um, we all had shout out to Tom. We're, we're just going to save Tom still on his honeymoon. Um, but yeah, if you if you guys don't follow us yet on TikTok. Go check out that man absolutely fighting for his life to find the beat in that uh, low down, low baby remix. Pretty electric. Yeah, he looks like he doesn't know how to clap. <laughs> I, I feel like Tom, of all people, like to not be able to find the beat, I was a little surprised by that. But it was yeah, I, I agree. There were probably like, it was, you could probably see six or seven guys clapping in the video. I was the one holding the camera, thank God. But uh, I think probably three or four of the people just completely missed their hands when they were clapping or, or just were completely off beat. So it was a tough look for us. But see, Andrew Layden not being on beat is like on brand. And like <laughs> we all expect that. And that's sure. fine. But like Ellis, I'm like, bro, you were like wearing J's. You like say you're with the culture. Like, I mean, come on, bro. You got to be able to have some rhythm somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about all of his J's. For real. He's on, he's on fraud alert. He went from Jays to all birds. He's changed. Do you think he's even going to listen to this? No. It seems unlikely, but if he does, uh, Agjack will Venmo him 50 bucks if he gets to this point. So, I didn't agree to it. So, all so, right. Go ahead. Yeah, let's make this a quick show. So, we've got an announcement from Cowdog. What do you want to tell the people? Cowdog will be starting another podcast within the Agnox network. It's going to be called. Cow dogs corral and be joined by Billy most of the time <laughs> to uh, kind of keep me on track there. But if you're a fan of what's peeving clay, then you'll probably like it. And if you're not, then you probably won't. <laughs> and I'm going to try to follow a monthly, you know, schedule, but uh, probably won't happen. You know, it'll be sporadic <laughs> probably most of the time, but I think it'll be fine. I got some ideas lined up some good shit to talk about so it'll be uh that'll be interesting for sure it'll be overdosing on on cow dog clay but you're gonna keep your peeven segment for kyle av you don't get to use that in your other podcasts of course it'll be more of what's interesting to cow dog than what's peeven in i think that was the most non-committal admission of maybe eight podcast episodes over the course of the year so i'll drop mm -hmm. the logo on twitter and y'all can all be all the glory that i got made that, that, that's part of the fun it's like a you know if you if you had a show you really liked on netflix and they only dropped one episode but it was like random and it was just like it's kind of like a drake album you're like oh oh shit like this came out and uh yeah <laughs> i mean i'm looking forward to it man yeah it'll be a good time i guess <laughs> i think the last thing we want to address huge news bigger news than the corral itself it's actually a new member of the corral. She's come to play in 
the cow pen in the sky with old cow dog Clee. Oh god. I go I won't expose her, I won't say her name. Big shouts out to her for taming the 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 cow. Um that's beautiful. We're excited for y'all. Yeah, let's just drop it. We'll drop it for this spot. We don't need to get into it. Um never mind. Let's give that part a cut there. Yeah. So probably not gonna cut it. There's there's nothing I can do now. It is what it is. So maybe I will cut it. We'll see. We'll find out. So um cool. Uh that's pretty much it for this show. But yeah, cow dog is is tied down. And uh yeah, we're probably not gonna have a show for a while. Uh a few months. It's, a break now. Hmm? it's a big break now. We've got basically just like what baseball? Hey, how about those Texas Rangers? First place in the ALS right now. It's uh, it's April, bro. Yeah, no one cares, dude. Act like you've been there. I care. <laughs> I care about the Rangers, the little old Rangers yeah. winning games out there. Let me know when you get some rings, my boy. <laughs> should we talk? Should we talk about the the Ghost Rider AI song that came out? Because that was sick, so sick. Yeah, it was a little weird to me that you were like listening to that, like like just knowing that it's fake. Is that weird to listen to it? That's my. I guess I feel like no, it's weird it to like uh, like. I think I it's weird. It's like you're like you. You're not even supporting the artist. You're just like ah, I just. I don't know. I mean, it's off of Spotify now, so we'll never know. But it was it was catchy as fuck. It kept coming up on TikTok. It was it was fantastic. So I don't know. That was a cool time in my life. It was like Pokemon Go all over again. It really wasn't a big part of my TikTok feed. I don't know. You missed out. Pokemon (laughs) Go also was never cool. Let me just put that out there. That was always lame. Never cool. That was fun for a little bit. For no, sure. no, it was a, it was trash. Cow dog. I you know you didn't play Pokemon Go. You think you can use a phone? Are you insane? I had the app at one point, like when I was doing <laughs> an internship, because they had a hub in my building. But that was about the extent of my Pokemon Go. Shit was pretty lame. Yeah, so you were just refreshing that shit and flicking it, flicking it. Oh, it's much. You can play like a Pokemon emulator online, or like download it on your computer, like play the actual games. Those are more fun than uh, Pokemon Go. Well, so we got, we, was surfing the hub on his phone at work. Is all I'm hearing. But continue. We got a long break coming up. Like we said, we have um, we have obviously College World Series. So if we make a run, we'll take it on. Uh, we're going to try to get some guest interviews this season. If you have recommendations, send us DMs. Um, all of our friends who listen, if you want to get on, get on. We want to have more people on the show this season. But we're looking forward to it, man. We've got a whole season of Aggie football coming up. Should be fun. Um, hopefully, it doesn't end in Jimbo getting fired because that that just means we didn't have a good time. But uh, that's it, man. Can't be worse than last year. Everything up from here. Hell no. Nah. Hopefully it can't be worse than last year. <laughs> so follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. And then keep your eyes open for uh, for Cowdog's new podcast, which was it's TBD. It'll come at some point. And then we've got some roughing the potter. We're going to do some mock drafts next week in anticipation for the NFL draft. So thank you guys. Peace.